Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, this is Bard's Eye View, and today we're going to be talking very briefly about <laughs> episode, what is this, eight, I think, of series three, The King of Assassins. So get excited because you think King of Thieves is back, brilliant! And... <laughs> oh. So hopefully you'll have seen that this is a brief episode, uh, you never know. I, I never know. Well, we never know. You you do, we don't. Um, I made sure it was a brief episode because I watched it on, at um, speed and a half. <laughs> Which was great because it, it is basically, this episode is basically carry on Cleo. <laughs> and watching it at, at um, uh, one and a half times speed kind of gave it that little Benny Hill quality that, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah classic stuff so, so what we've got here we've we've had we've had some um, doppelganger episodes before we've had warrior dot 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 princess we've had warrior princess tramp we've got another of those coming up soon but this is uh, you know, it's quite. It's okay when you get two or three Xenas in the room. But, um, <laughs> <this> is... <laughs> Here we meet Jox's hitherto unsuspected identical twin-ish brother. Oh no, he's not Jet. an identical twin. No, he's that's, actually that's why I said ish. An identical triplet, as we'll see in the future. Yay! There are three of them. Yay! Um, and um, and they they had decided at this point that hey this this doppelganger stuff works well so let's introduce a twin but also set up for the future a third brother yeah so we we get mention of a third brother who wow I hope we get to meet him yeah later. We, we will I'm afraid I know I am afraid <laughs> um, so yeah this is a this is a Xenolite episode and like. Yeah. All the Xenolite episodes lately, they um, bring Joxer in so that Gabrielle yeah. can devolve to his level and become thick for a while for some reason. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so the bad news is bad news is double helping of Joxer, mm. um, but this is slightly ameliorated by the um, semi divine presence of Bruce Campbell. So we do get the King of Thieves. Yeah. We have got Autolycus. Um, and we've got Cleopatra, who's who's fun. Yeah, we've also got Double Joxer. But we've got Double Joxer. Yeah, so it's sort of a comedy of errors throughout, except just not yeah. very, not very funny. Um, so actually, very like a comedy yeah. of errors then, which was, <laughs> which was not very funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have not made notes. So this can either go. Oh, this right. can <laughs> this can go <laughs> one of two ways. When we don't make notes, we either do it go, go through it really quickly, or yeah. we we're really really slow. Yeah. But I hope oh, we're... Remember what happened next? What happened next? I don't know yeah. what happened next. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oof, like okay, I I, yes. I I don't know if it's obvious from this intro that neither of us really <laughs> enjoyed this episode very much. Well, I did hint at the end of um, last week's show that we were going from the sublime to the ridiculous. So yeah. we've, the last couple of episodes, we've we've had 10 out of 10 out of 10 recurring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. now we're back to the doldrums. Um, yeah, very much. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I did actually... Uh, I took a screenshot of the, the new beautiful HD episodes that I've got. I took a screenshot of Joxer's face and sent it to you with the 
with the caption, this is a face that belongs in standard definition. Um, (laughs) So mean. So mean. Anyway, shall we get on with the recap? Um, So Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so Xena goes to a prison for... It doesn't matter. For reasons. There's a guy she's delivered to prison and she finds jocks are there in the stocks because he has been a, he attempted to steal someone's chicken and failed, uh, and the chicken nearly pecked his hands off. So you keep chickens? Is that quite legitimate I do. for how chickens would behave? Um, it's the chicken not how any of, It's not how any of my chickens have behaved. But then I I have trauma chickens that have been rescued <laughs> from bad places. Yeah. So if um, one of your chickens was being stolen by jocks, or it wouldn't peck back. I think it would. It'd be like my, my chickens are most my most of my chickens are quite like um, hey hey in Moana. <laughs> they, they, they genuinely are. We've had one or two very feisty ones. Didn't um, you have we, one? We had one who we had one called Matilda who yeah. was she was kind of she was the Callisto of the bunch. Like she, <laughs> a, a lot of them some have shit, man. Oh, well, they've all seen some seen some shit, and and most of them either just kind of rock quietly in a corner, <laughs> or they or they go, oh my god, sunshine, grass, flowers, thank you for saving me, and they're quite they're quite chill. And um, but Matilda was, she was insane. So she <laughs> she might she might have taken Joxer on right. and won very easily. <laughs> yeah. So Joxer are trying to Matilda, kidnap Matilda. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I just on a side note, this is this is why these episodes because <laughs> we, we haven't made notes, so we we talk about chickens instead. Um, as as a side, when we get the chickens, they're quite often a bit sorry for themselves. They you know they they've been in barns without natural daylight barns if they're lucky, I think. Um, and they quite often have feathers missing, and they've they've they fight each other, and they're a bit traumatized. Matilda came to us looking oven ready. She was all, no, she did. It was. It was. She. She was a really sorry sight. So few feathers. She. She honestly looked as if she'd been been ready plucked. It was. It was quite distressing, and she just about got her feathers back by the time she um went to the to the the great chicken run in the sky. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and almost no feathers, and just insane. So she was a proper dinosaur throwback. Nice. You know, I love her. You know, say, She's you know, iconic. Yeah. She yeah, completely. Yeah. She she was one of the all time greats. We I I think probably our most iconic chicken was from the first batch, was the, the kind of top of the pecking order in the first batch, and that was Donna Noble. Yeah. Um, the best temp yeah. in Shizik. Best temp in Shizik, to give her her full title. Yeah. Um Yeah, but but Matilda was sadly Miss Honey got killed by a fox. Yeah, that is sad. That's why Matilda was so crazy. One of the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway back, to the, back to the show. <laughs> right, so even though it's less engaging than talk of rescue chickens, yeah, the chickens. Let's have chicken. Let's have chicken chat. Let's just have chicken chat. <laughs> New segment. Let's new segment. sack <laughs> this episode off and just have chicken chat. Um, so obviously, uh, Joxer's like, well, I could be a dangerous man if only I had better clothes. So obviously, he goes and buys new clothes, and now he's wearing the same clothes as. This suspicious character that we see with Autolycus. Autolycus is stealing a sword, which is balanced on its tip on top of a house of cards. Yeah. Um. This seems pretty good security. That. That's <laughs> it's good. not. It's fucking nonsense. 
Um, so he's to steal this sword, right? So that his accomplice wants the sword. The accomplice, um, then when the guy who owns the sword gets up out of his bed with his little nightcap on and goes, "What's all this shouting? We'll have no trouble here." We'll have no trouble here. Um, then, uh, the accomplice just shoots him with a crossbow. Atolikus isn't didn't shoot him with a crossbow. <laughs> Atolikus isn't really into this because he doesn't kill people on his on his thieving trips. Yeah. He's just a thief. He doesn't yeah. kill people. Um, but then the guy, the the accomplice, pulls off his mask and lo and behold it's Joxer except it's not it's the <gasps> yes. it's the Joxel ganger so there we have this we've set up the central conceit of the episode there is an assassin that looks exactly like Joxer because well we for we're, we're intended to think Joxer's made good on his threat to, to be dangerous are we, we intended to think that yeah, I think very briefly, and then in the marketplace. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't know if we're intended to think that. I don't know. <laughs> like the 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 concept of the concept of doppelgangers has been so well established, you know. I guess, and so. obviously I guess Ted so. Raimi is expertly embodying this other character by slightly lowering his voice, and occasionally going, mm. yeah. Um, cause you know how when, Gravelly. when, yeah, you know how when Xena's playing another character or yeah. when Lucy, sorry, when Lucy's playing another character, you can always instantly tell, even before she's spoken, you can tell from her body yeah. language, which character she is. And you can often tell which character is pretending to be which character. Yeah. Uh, because she's just a really good actress. Ted Raimi is not in her There's drawer. Of that. Ted Raimi's not in her chest of drawers. Never mind. In the top <laughs> drawer with her. Ted Raimi, they had to um my wife noticed this. They at one point at one point Joxer ends up um up on a hook on a wall with a giant wedgie yeah. and he spends the rest of the episode with his underpants showing. And uh my wife noted, Oh, they had to do that so they'd know you'd know which one was the good Joxer. <laughs> That's right, because Ted Raimi cannot inhabit this role. Like, no offense, Ted. But I think it does a, it does a bit, but, but not as not as well as Lucy. I didn't notice that about the pants because I don't <laughs> tend to look at um, that region of Ted Raimi. I'd, I'd like to try and avoid looking at it altogether. Um, God, I hope he never listens to this. Saw him on a ferry once. Ted. Saw him on a ferry in Auckland. Yeah, when Flam lived that's in New Zealand. That's my Ted Raimi story. When Flam lived in New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, so... Yeah. They've got the sword. Uh, Atolicus is trying to ditch his new accomplice, but he runs into Joxer in the marketplace and shits himself because Joxer happens to have bought clothes uh, trying to look dangerous. Yes. He happens to have bought clothes that are absolutely identical in every way to the clothes that his twin brother, triplet Which brother... Which is a hell of a coincidence because there are <laughs> 95 buckles on yes. it in exactly the same place. Yep. This is yep. fetish gear, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not the only thing that's a bit kinky in this episode. Um, <clears throat> so, Gabrielle appears and um, smacks Joxer upside. The- She's always abusing Joxer physically. Um, and then this is... And then um, she and Autolycus and Joxer go to the pub together discuss oh i've got a, a brother who looks exactly like me who is an assassin um and Datolicus is like oh he must have stolen the sword so that he can assassinate someone with it and gabrielle thinks that this plot is a lot more complicated than it is 
She gets it into her head that this plot is extremely complicated because why would he steal this specific sword? He must be trying to he must be trying to frame the owner of the sword. And it's like, yeah, he actually already killed the owner of the sword. Um, As for why he needs this specific sword, this is never explained. It doesn't. There there is no reason for it. No, it's just to introduce the notion of the of Jet. Yes, there, there, there. There is yeah. literally no reason for it. There's some nonsense about how it's an untraceable murder weapon, and I'm like, okay, so is there, literally there's every. No, there's also no reason for Jet to have been involved in the in the robbery. No, like Autolycus could have done that on his own. Yeah, perfectly well. Better. No, there is probably. There's no reason for any of it. Um, this <laughs> narrative, narrative purposes for weak narrative purposes. Weak. That is the word we're looking for. Um. So yeah. Gabrielle does her usual thing of when Zena's off. Zena's off doing something. She did explain, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, they needed yeah, Lucy. She gets a bumper sticker out, doesn't she? What, yeah. what was he gonna do? <laughs> yeah, they needed Lucy off screen for a good seventy five percent of the episode because next week she's playing three parts. So they. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you would think that's the reason they're giving her an easy episode yeah, she's, because she's, she's limbering gonna... up in the wings. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to be carrying it next week. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Gabrielle does the what would Zena do and uh, what would Zena do? Apparently a ridiculously circuitous plan (laughs) that involves separately sneaking into a castle Mm. Um, and so Autolycus does so, sneaks into the castle, Gabrielle and Jocks are off on their sneaking together and Autolycus discovers who is the intended assassination victim. It is Queen Cleopatra played by Gina Torres Yes and she is here in Greece because she wants to hire an army to um, attack, so reinvade her country where she's been deposed by her brother, Ptolemy. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, like, when you say brother, I mean, also, mm. like... Very close family. Very close, close family. A very close family. A more of a family bush than a family tree, that whole dynasty. Mm. So all yeah, the, in the all the, in the in the in the shallows of the Nile, yeah. the, the gene pool of the Nile. <laughs> so every like modern media that dis- including this one that portrays Cleopatra as some beautiful, um, exotic princess, like she would have looked fucking weird, like like she was <laughs> she was like Targaryen level inbred, you know, like six generations back. <laughs> Always, they married them off to their brothers and sisters, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So Gina Torres, much better looking than the real Cleopatra, probably. Um, <laughs> and uh, Autolycus decides to be a fucking perv at this point. Oh yeah, L- yeah. Love Autolycus. The, the, the cheeky peeping Tom. Yeah. Voyeur. Yeah. And when he gets discovered, he's rewarded for his peeping Tomery by the woman that he was violating, uh, fancying him quite a bit, and later, I think, fucking him? Was oh, that yeah, just implied? Because <laughs> like, yes, that's what a, happens. There's a lot of, can you make me a firm offer? Oh, that stuff that is really... Uh, the yeah. whole the bathtub scene was really disgusting. Yeah, I- Deep disappointment after we've had some nice bathtub scenes <laughs> with Zena and Laumar, with Zena and Gabrielle, with various yeah. various yeah, bathtub like scenes, and, and this one it's, is just like it's oh. as appealing as the as the original bathtub scene with Hercules and Eulus. 
I don't think it was Hercules and Aeolus. They never... Well, re- with Xena and or. Yeah, okay. No. Sorry, I was thinking of a fanfic. <laughs> yeah, they never went there with those two. There was no gay subtext with Hercules and Aeolus. I don't think no. Kevin Sorbo would have had that. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't have accepted it. You know, he's like he would have been. No, like, it would have been like um, Ben Hur. Yes, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. So the guy don't, playing don't, don't. What was the guy's uh, name? The character's name? Masala. Yeah, Masala. the guy playing Masala is totally playing into it, and uh, Gore Vidal saying, "Right, whatever you do, do not tell Charlton Heston what's going on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Right. Anyway, so yes, Joxer and Gabrielle also get into the castle and yeah. get captured. But uh, the captain of the guard, uh, when Joxer's oh, cap- like uh, captain obvious villain, yes, captain obvious villain. Um, Joxer says there's going to be an assassination on Cleopatra. You have to lock all the doors. Uh, and he's like, oh, excellent. Well, come out of the come, please leave the dungeon as our guest because yes. you've helped us so much. And then Captain Obvious Villain goes and uh, whispers in a stage whisper to his Captain, <laughs> Captain Obvious accomplice. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's a genius. Is this the assassin you hired? Yeah, I hired this assassin, you know, because he's a, there's a man on the inside, you know, because uh, apparently Ptolemy is going to give him a lot of money for killing off Cleopatra. Yeah, Captain Obvious Villain and his um, his sidekick, Lieutenant Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> All these costumes are really shit this week, aren't they? They're, yeah, like... they're quite um, their nativity play. Yeah, kind of. yeah, oh my god. Get, get out the, get out the, the tin foil. That's it's, exactly it what is, it is. It's that kind of level. It's they're good for a nativity play. Yeah, bad it's kind for of the, a... the Herod, the Herod section, I guess, isn't it? Maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they're they're good for a nativity play, but bad for a <laughs> bad for a, a professional TV production. Sorry, yeah. all the frock tarts were very busy with the China clothing, which was really good. Yeah. So you got to have an off week. This is our basically this is our off week. When we yeah, every, everyone do, gets a, a little bit of a rest except Ted Raimi. Yeah, where we do, a, you know, probably quite a cheap episode. <laughs> you, except we, for we Gina to... Torres' salary, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we to, I might do a little um, calculation, see how many episodes Joxa was in over the series and see if this one counted as two. Like, do we, are we spared <laughs> a further Joxa episode later on because this counts double? I don't think I, so. I don't no. think so. I think ugh. right. Anyway. Anyway, various various mistaken identity. Yeah, the whole rest of it now is some just slapstick and uh, uh. The whole rest of it now is is it Joxer or is it Jet? Ha ha ha. It's it's kind of it's quite formulaic, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. So Autolycus meets up uh, meets up with Jet, but he thinks he's Joxer, and then later, uh, Gabrielle meets up with Jet and thinks he's Joxer. Uh, and then later on, Joxer meets up with Jet and thinks he's his reflection. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite a fun scene, actually. The yeah. um, the the two brothers meeting and um, Joxer getting kind of a hard time from Jet, but it's it's quite it's, affectionate. Yeah, it's that it it's 
you're made to think that Jet's gonna punch his lights out or kill him, but what he actually yeah. does is give him a wedgie, give him a wet willy, give him yeah <laughs> knuckles on the top crushing... of his skull. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, because bear hug and ow, ow, ow. Yeah, so they do this little, they do this sort of like teasing brother thing, which is kind of sweet. Sort of kind of. It's quite cute. It's quite cute. It's it's quite cute in a way. And he's like pleased to see him. He's like, he's not like, so Joxer thinks of himself as the black sheep of the family, but it seems like Jet really does actually quite like him. Um, So. Yeah, yeah. and the the whole whole vibe is, you know, no one talks about my brother like that except me. Yeah, yeah, it's that thing. It's that sort of thing. You know, you can mm. make fun of your brother all you want, but you'll defend him to the death. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gabrielle, for some reason, when she gets out of the, the prison, dresses up like uh, Cleo- one of Cleopatra's serving girls and uh, <laughs> waterboards Autolycus. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for reasons I cannot begin to fathom... Gabrielle decides that in in her guise as as Cleopatra's maid, she probably talks like this, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm an Egyptian, Greco-Egyptian maid, so I'm going to talk as if I'm an extra on Jam in Jerusalem. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why she does that, though. I don't know either. It's fun, though. (laughs) Yes, yes, my lady. She's done it. 25 years ago, Renny O'Connor made this yes. acting decision so that one day you'd be able to show off your talent for voices oh, <laughs> on a podcast. So, so, again, as previously mentioned, available for voice work, competitive rates. <laughs> Contact my agent, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Autolycus is like, uh, you were wrong, by the way, there's no circuitous plan here. Jet's just going to kill her, so why don't we tell why don't we tell Cleopatra what the deal is? And and Gabrielle, for some oh, reason, is like, no, no. She's like, no, no, we can't do that. No, there must be something else to it. Um, so mm. Gabrielle's had a fucking prefrontal lobotomy. She's had a fucking lobotomy this episode and become thick somehow. Um, yeah. Because she's trying to make, she's desperately trying to make this episode good. And it's just not. <laughs> she's like, it can't be. Uh, no, uh, my very own episode. It can't be this shit. Uh, but it is. I'm sorry, Gabs. It is. Yeah. So the, um, the, one, th- the one thing about all the um, you know Gabrielle trying to carry it and treating Joxer the way she does. When we actually see Jet with Joxer, it, it really made me think. Yeah, Gabrielle really treats Joxer like her little brother. Yeah. All the all the little. You know, it's worse than friend zone, isn't it? <laughs> worse than friend zone, She little brother zones him. And unfortunately that, you know, he's, for Joxer, they're not. He's had a knock to the head. I mean, obviously over his, his lifetime, he's had many blows to the head. <laughs> but he, he's he's got a bruise, and she says, "Where where does it hurt?" And he points, and she so she flicks him really hard, and <laughs> it's that kind of big Sib- big sibling energy, sibling zone. And unfortunately for Joxer, they're not Egyptian, so. <laughs> <laughs> have zoned out at some point because sometime quite soon after this well they discover first of all they disco- they go to the op- captain obvious villain to tell him that there's another yes. assassin that there's assassin roaming around and he looks exactly like joxer and he mm. then captures them because he's the captain obvious villain 
Um, yes. And I may have zoned out at some point because at some point Xena reappears and I don't remember how it happened. And well, we we don't know how she gets there, but um, <laughs> they're, they're in the they're in the they're back in the, they're in and out of that dungeon. Um, uh, like it's I can't think of something you go in and out of quickly, like revolving doors. A revolving vagina. doors. Okay, so yeah, we'd like to apologise for. (laughs) No, we wouldn't. Don't speak for me. (laughs) This flim flam does not speak for me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) According to the wiki summary, it just says Zena appears. Finally, Zena appears on the scene. So even someone says to some someone, I can't remember if it's Autolycus or, or or. Joxa says, "When is when's one of your Xena plans going to work out?" And <laughs> whoosh, chakram, zing, and there she is. And there so, she is, going to yeah, save the day. Summoned, as if and <laughs> spoken into existence. Yeah, and she's like, she says to Gabrielle, "Why didn't you just tell Cleopatra she was in danger?" And and Gabrielle's like really embarrassed by this, but Atolicus attempts <laughs> it. Atolicus like tries to help her save face and be like, "Oh no, yeah, if it hadn't been for cute. Gabrielle's ridiculously circuitous plan." We wouldn't have discovered about the man on the inside. And Zena's not yes. really buying this, but No, but she know. they they all decide to let that go. It's, it's quite cute. <laughs> let it's... it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um so maybe maybe this is further evidence of Zena and Gabrielle's rift. Maybe this is part of the rift arc, because Gabrielle can't can't um imagine how Zena would react as well anymore because they've got this distance between them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the right <laughs> I've become the new Gabrielle. How to make it deep. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's about time for the climax of the episode, which is everyone ends up in Cleopatra's bedroom where Jet's trying to kill her. And then Joxer comes in and is like, I'm going to fight you, Jet. Uh, and then Jet... Yeah, I like that, actually. <laughs> I, I like that. I am not. I can't let you do this, brother. You know, and he, and he knows he's going to, if it comes to fisticuffs with him and Jet, he's going to come off the worst but he tries to save his brother from well, doing evil things I like that yeah and then he gets himself punched across the room I like that too <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I com- think... comedy fight comedy fight ensues yeah the stuntmen are really obvious in this episode they didn't quite get the yeah. hair right for they didn't quite get Ted Raimi's hair right on the stuntmen um, and so it's really obvious when it's a stuntman. Like, try again. Try watching it at, at double speed. It it's mm. it covers many sins. Yeah. So fight, 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 mm-hmm. and it ends up with Captain Obvious villain holding a sword to Joxer's neck and threatening him, threatening to kill him, and Zena's yep. just about to chakram the fucker in the face, but before he could do that. The, the the sword, the very expensive bejeweled sword that has been yes. an issue all the time, ends up embedded in the guy's back. And who could yeah. have saved Joxer? But it's Jet. Because uh, it's like you said, no one hurts my brother but me. Yeah. Yeah? It's like yeah. the it's like the, the Missy and the, the Twelfth Doctor relationship. No one kills you but me. Yes, you know? it's very like that. If someone else kills you, we'll both be disappointed. <laughs> You know, I, I'm almost disappointed that that they that they didn't make Ted Raimi the, the next Doctor. 
<laughs> Can you yeah. imagine? We're recording this the day after the announcement of... Uh, yeah. What was the guy's Shuti name? Gatwa. No, it's Shuti Shuti. Gatwa. He's pronounced Shuti. Is it? Yeah. I've Shuti. only seen it written down. Yeah. <laughs> Shuti. I have. I, have. I don't know. Sh- I don't know. Okay. Shuti Gatwa cool. as the new doctor. Um, so yeah, it should have been Ted Raimi. They missed a trick. <laughs> he can inhabit so many characters. He can do this character, and he can do this character. Um, he should have been Batman with that level of range. <laughs> uh, he's got more. Ra- we're gonna see. We're gonna see further range. Yeah, I guess. Mm. When he plays his triplet. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway, so. Jet's going to go to prison. He's not going to be executed for his various assassinations because luckily they're in a part of Greece that doesn't execute people. Um, Which we've never seen before. We've seen executions in every town and village we've been to. Thank goodness they were wherever they were. Yep. Um, And he says he's going to go to prison and wherever they are and he says it'll give me a chance to catch up with Dad. So that's nice. They've got a little family reunion in prison. It's like bad girls <laughs> when 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 Yvonne's daughter comes to prison. Oh yeah, Yvonne did Atkins. That, did that actually happen, or was that just in the fanfic that I wrote? <laughs> you know, I think it might have just um, been in the fanfic that I wrote. And <laughs> mm, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter now, does it? Um, no. So the episode ends with Cleopatra uh, coming on to Xena quite brazenly right in front of her wife she's like would you are you ever coming to egypt well if you do i'll lay on a banquet that will be talked about for a thousand years that part she didn't say that but like Uh, so it's a reception that a reception yeah she'll receive you yeah um and then like to take parade (laughs) yeah someone someone throwing papyrus from the top of the pyramids yeah (laughs) mummy wrappings (laughs) (laughs) and yes I'm aware of all the time scales between pyramids yeah, and yeah. Cleopatra, and but you know we're talking we're talking Xena here. So. Nobody cares. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're we're setting up a return to well not a return but we're setting up a trip to Egypt and a return. That never to happens. Well, no, neither of those things ever happen. No, nope, this is her only appearance. <laughs> they is go it? to they do go to Egypt, oh, maybe but she, it's does, in... she, does she does she happen again in? Hercules. Oh, she plays Nebula as well. She plays yeah, her character in yeah. Hercules. Uh, okay. We don't ever see Cleopatra again. They do go to Egypt, I believe, in season six, but it's not Cleopatra, obviously, because season six takes place like like twenty five years in the future. Uh, um. Yeah, okay. So I felt, I, I felt like perhaps we did with some of the Rome stuff. But... No, I don't think we go there. Okay. Um. I. I. I might. I mean. I might be wrong. Who knows? But I don't think so. Um. I say. I always say I might be wrong. Because I'm wanting to look humble. I might humble. be wrong, who knows? I mean, li- literally, the people who <laughs> listen to this podcast who are probably mo- much more invested in Xena than, than we are. What? We're extremely invested in Xena. That's why we've just well, flagged yeah. off one of, one of the major characters for like <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, but everyone does that. So, mm. there we go. So, Joxer and Jet have a pleasant, heart-wrenching farewell. Uh, yeah. Cleopatra snogs Autolycus because... That's his reward for having been a fucking pervy <laughs> wanker. Perv, yeah. yeah. Um, and the end. <laughs> and the end. Um, <laughs> trivia. 
trivia. Yeah. Um, did you did you notice that Cleopatra defended herself with um, the dagger of Helios? I did not. Yeah, distinctive dagger last used to um, release <laughs> the um, ambrosia from the vending mm. machine in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that dagger. That that dagger can kill gods, so I don't know what she's doing with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Any other trivia? Was there any other trivia? Uh, I don't know. Let Let's pretend we're casting our mind back while we look at the same um, wiki. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no interesting trivia. Just Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi have worked together before because they're both part of the B movie ensemble that yeah. is that is like the Evil Dead the Raimi and the Empire. Yeah, exactly. The Sam Raimi Bruce Campbell sort of mm. oeuvre. It's a good word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the oeuvre. oeuvre. Um. Yeah, so we might be slightly over half an hour. I don't know. We'll find out when I do the edit. <laughs> yeah, but you can, um, you can edit that down. Yeah, so I'm gonna say five out of ten. It's. I'm. I'm gonna say seven. Uh, it, Mate, are you serious? I am actually because I. I think <laughs> I'm not a big Joxa fan, but the Joxa Jet stuff was quite touching. It was love to see. Autolycus. Um yeah, I I like I hated it less than I expected to. Oof. <laughs> nah. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was alright actually. More or less pointless filler episode. There you go, that's my view. Yeah, but there are much <laughs> worse pointless fil- filler episodes than this. I'm I'm leaving myself somewhere to go. Um, <laughs> actually that, that's there's a lot there's a lot there's of if you give a five out of ten, there's still quite a lot to. There's like four other ratings or five even if you count zero. No, that's true. Oh, I, I tend to use zero. Don't. <laughs> oh yeah, that's this season. Fins, fins, and gems. Fins, 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 and gems. I always say that wrong. I always say it wrong. Um, yeah. So okay, the no, bird's I, eye I, view is six out of ten, but that's bird's a, eye view is six out of ten. I <clears> overestimate. <throat> put, yeah. Well, well whatever. Um, <laughs> I will pause only to say that there was a surprising amount of fanfic involving Jet. Oh, thanks for that. Thanks mm. for telling me. You're welcome. Was it any of it You're Egyptian welcome. in tone? Yes. Ah! Get out! Right, I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite a lot of Jet Gabrielle. Oh well, he did seem to fancy her. Yeah, hang on to that blonde. I would never, I would never have encountered such a thing because I didn't, I didn't go to archives where such things would have been allowed. No, I. Such things were allowed. I don't know if it's is it still around. Asherah's archive was kind of interesting because it it did thing it showed you the various pairings, so you, you actually. You, you didn't stumble across stuff. You you would choose to go. Okay, what what is there on the Autolycus and whoever Meg, for example. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was quite interesting to see what was popular, and and it was disturbing to see what was popular. <laughs> <in some places. laughs> sort of proto Ao three then. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah. Pr- quite good tagging. Yeah, so it was it was proto Ao three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well, right. Anyway, so, on that horrible bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we've got yet another. Oh, here's a here's an actor playing more than one character. Episodes. Yeah. 
However, it will be better because it's Lucy playing the characters yeah. instead of Ted. So yeah. No offense, Ted. But you're in a more of, you're more in a wardrobe than in a drawer. Yeah, you're not you're not our cup of tea. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not our flagon of nectar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Okay. So we will be back next week with Warrior Priestess Tramp. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!